Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. You want to promise tonight, Ross? You're in a bit of a rush. Um, oh, I thought the pre-show of 30 seconds will really hold us in good stead moving forward in this one. Oh, you're moving forward with these working families. I think we should be good. <laughs> a man who has said Shane Watson modelled his game on Welcome Michael. Hello, gents. Hello, Mick. Australia's number one Mitch Marsh fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. It's Fry Yay today. Um, anyone having a few quiet ales to unwind from the long working week? Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> How was the commute this week, Alex? Uh, long and boring. Actually, I don't want to know. Okay, today we're in the. <laughs> Quadrangled Frederick Harold Sub Company Studios. This is a Big Lug production brought to you by Discord and our tier one sponsors for 2018. Brits Diablo, Poor Man's Yoho Diablo, Gateway Drug to Fire Twirling, The Wacker, Sun in Your Eyes Since 75, The Dot Matrix Printing Company, The Tractor Paper Company, Snakeboard, Discating Kneecap Since 1991, Pyramid Bank, Channel 31, and Bilo. Don't forget our merchandise on Redbubble. Check out the hats. You're fucking <laughs> Only idiot. 25 bucks plus 50 bucks postage and handling. <laughs> Have fun. It's, a, idiot. it's a bargain in anyone's language. And don't forget, you can play in all major cryptocurrencies. <laughs> Have Video Easy jumped on yet as a uh, tier one diamond sponsor? Uh, they are now being added to the list. Video <laughs> Easy. Get it first time or get it free. <laughs> it's easy. I can't believe you remember yeah. that shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, get it first. I still go there. <laughs> you do live in a rural town in Victoria, so they probably have Yeah. Um, Thriving. I was saying, I, was, I picked up a JB Hi-Fi catalogue during the week and they were selling DVDs and CDs. Wow. For like Ooh. 35 bucks each or something? No, I don't know yeah. how they sell CDs and DVDs these days. They sell them at two bucks a kilo, yeah. so you just whack them in a scale. And then however many you get in that scale, that's it. You pay two bucks per kilo. Uh, yes, we're having great Discord issues here. You're cutting in and out, David. Never mind, life goes on. It's fucking Ross's <laughs> potato internet. <laughs> Go and root your fucking mother. It is not. The, hamster has, the hamster's refusing to run. <laughs> Righto. Okay. Uh, we uh, kick, kick, kick started with uh, a news story that hit my desk thanks to our Surf Coast correspondent, the one and only Tipper Boy Madsley. Oh. And it was uh, Tipper Hoy Madsley, sorry, his full name. I'm not sure. We usually call him by his shortened tip, but he's actually, his full name is Tipper Hoy. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Mm. Good joke and well told. We move on to the news that he shared with us, and he dropped a little bombshell on our desks. It was that the. President, CEO and Secretary of the International Big Lugs Association. Yep. The one, the only uh, red-bearded uh, spinner from Queensland. <laughs> well, six foot burning. three tall. <laughs> yeah. Jason the Florist Floris. The biggest of all lugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the, key, the key lug in all the lugness that's going on in the world has, uh, has stepped down from first class cricket. Sad day. For oh, you, kid, not for anyone else. No one well, else can fuck. I've, I've Put your lugs out. Um, Rybler, <laughs> his Rybler Welcome Pack, which is the retired International Big Lugs Association. <laughs> so he's getting a uh, an information pack on how to organise his own, how to pay his own bills, 
Um, how a supermarket works. <laughs> how an ATM card works. Yeah. <laughs> how um, to get to a cricket ground without driving it underneath it in a bus. <laughs> um, how, how, to, how to operate in a house that's not a hotel room so you don't get room service. <laughs> yeah. 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 How the washing machine works. <laughs> yeah. How to get stains out of your whites if you go play a bit of park cricket. Yeah, yeah. How to carry your own cricket bag without hurting your back. How to make sure your wallet's got a Chris $10 note in it to pay for the ball. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm worried about, fellas? My, uh, my main concern for the big lug Jason and the florist florist is um, the, the My Foot Doctor sponsorship. Now that he's not a player anymore, he's going to have to pay for his own um, podiatry. Yeah. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good point. Kanker's cut out. Yeah. yeah I What's it going to do with yeah. the, the yeah, bunions? Yeah. yeah, what about the bunions? <laughs> Did somebody think of the bunions? <laughs> so so uh, he's an awful room... looking gypsy. Yeah, sorry oh, to cut you off. He's only 27 years old. Yeah, he's got the, the hairline of a bloke <laughs> twice his age, though, unfortunately. <laughs> and according so... to Wikipedia, He's from Canberra, so there's a bit of shit going on already for him. Yeah. He That's is why all... he's so white. Yeah, what would you think when you saw a white ginger with a hairline way up the back of his bongo? Well, what do you think immediately? What nationality are you thinking? Scotland. Straight up. You think he's going to go for Scotland immediately. <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia, Alex's favourite source of all information. Yeah. Jason... One source of truth. <laughs> Jason Scott, the florist florist... Is of Greek descent. Wow, what's up, Greek? (laughs) (laughs) Flores would be a Greek name. (laughs) I think that's Greece, Scotland, I think. (laughs) Is there a Greece Lightning? His, his grandfather changed oh. the surname from Floridopolis to Florence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're going to spend the next 10 minutes saying Greek names. Floris Floris Rapulis. So before we make too many more Greek jokes, um, the word is that he retired slash gave up his contract because he's going back to study. Do we have any word on what he's studying? Could oh, I try and... <laughs> oh, he's, he's going to get a job at my foot doctor after his studies. Yeah, I think he That's was it. offered one. <laughs> mm. uh, now, that is interesting because I did look it up and I don't think it said what he was studying. Oh, arts. But, um, It'll be an uh, arts. <laughs> uh, it's very hard to find the info uh, about it because you go into news on that thing called Google and it doesn't come up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chris info. All the info about Crick. That's it. Now, would you believe that article's not loading for some reason? Why would that happen to me? Because you got uh, potato internet. Potato internet is dead. <laughs> Stop the dongle, Ross. Get ready, NBN. <laughs> I live in a regional town. How am I going to get NBN? Oh, they gave it um, to you first. <laughs> My God. But it's shit. But it's shit. I want fiber to the premise, not fiber to the node. Be better. <laughs> Hey, what do we want? Fiber to the premise. When do we want it? Now. <laughs> what have we got? Fiber to the node. What do we want? Fiber to the premise. <laughs> when do we want it? Now. Now. Oh. Yeah. I think it's better than noble episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris Lynn has apparently come into the squad. Mm-hmm. How convenient that someone yeah. retired, then Chris Lynn could get a contract. Yeah. Oh, so, did he retire? Yeah. Yeah. No. Did he retire? No. 
Yeah, good yeah. question you asked, Ross. Maybe he was told to fuck off so Chris Lynn yeah. could actually get a contract. Maybe the old quick, uh, the Queensland Cricket Mafia put a severed uh, Saracutus bullhead in his fucking bed <laughs> or something. I think his severance package was a uh, scholarship through open universities, and that's why he's gone back to study. <laughs> they offered him a job in four years' time as a podiatrist if he went in with my foot doctor. <laughs> Uh, yes, so uh, interesting that um, Lynn comes in, but he won't be here when the uh, season starts because he's off to the Caribbean Premier League, ah. which starts Ooh. in next week. And it runs into the middle of September, and it would mean he, if he goes the distance with the CPL that he'll miss Queensland's first game of the... JLT Matador Barbecue's one-day cup set to sizzle. I wouldn't worry too much about it because his shoulder's about to fall out again, so he'll have plenty of time to recover for the Sheffield Shield or whatever the fuck we call it. Yeah, it's interesting because they reckon he could come in as captain, Chrisley. Oh, really? Because um, Jimmy Pearson, the keeper who got elevated straight up to the Sheffield Shield winning captain, which was after only five, yeah, he's had hamstring surgery. Yeah, so um, yeah, I did read that because the guy who's who's taken the gloves got a contract, something to do with all this stuff as well. He got given a contract, which meant that he couldn't go on his honeymoon, so his wife's not speaking to him. That was an article I read on (laughs) on cricket dot com. Bring back Wade Seckham. Yeah, well, he's he's the coach now. Yeah, big bad Wade, he's all over it. Yeah, oh, big bad Wade with the big shorts. Yeah, so there's three people <laughs> in the running to get a Guernsey as the keeper in the absence of Jimmy Pearson for the um, Matador Barbecue's One Day Cup set to sizzle. Lachlan Pfeffer blew a Pfeffer valve. Yeah, so, that's the guy uh, I'm speaking of. <laughs> that's the guy who missed his honeymoon, Pfeffer. Yeah, Lewin Malady, Maladay. Say that again. It's not Mahardy, but it's close to it. Mm-hmm. And Tom Healy, son of Ian. Or as he gets called, Soy, son of Ian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. He don't, I, don't, I don't know if he's got any keeping in him, that Healy bloke. So he might be a lost cause, I reckon. Yeah, her, uh, terrible heritage. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. yuck. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Iron real, real, real garbage heritage, yeah. Real simple Filth. sort of shit. Yeah, <laughs> real hula hoop Haddon stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get him anywhere near Haddon. Yeah. He's not even allowed to look at uh, bloody highlights of Haddon keeping. No. Well, there are none, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, they're fucking they're few and far between. Yeah. <laughs> Queensland are playing practice matches on the Gold Coast this week against New Zealand domestic wow. teams. Unbelievable. Wow. Cricket has started, my friends, and don't you fucking forget it. <laughs> <laughs> So there we are. On the 1st of August, they ring a big bell in Queensland. And ding, ding, ding. Cricket season has started. <laughs> Do they ring it the the uh, end of the Gabba? No, it's actually because it's at the Allenborder Field because they can play cricket there all the year round. Is it a grumpy bell end? Or... No, it's a giant throbbing purple <laughs> grumpy bell end. Bell yeah, end. grumpy bell end. <laughs> Captain Grumpy Bell end. <laughs> There's a good chance there'll be more people watching those practice matches than watching any AFL football on the Gold Coast anyway. Oh, bang! Bang. Good point, Mick. (laughs) Well said, you. Ah, well, there's there's just so much domestic cricket news around at the moment in Australian circles. 
that um, I'll hand over to you now, Mick, to give us some uh, United Kingdom domestic cricket news. Alrighty, so yeah, so we've got this, uh, the latest have bat will travel, so we uh, we catch up with what's been happening in the Vitality Blast, which as we know is uh, England's uh, T20 competition, an answer to the BBL, and no, it's not sponsored by Pornhub, but anyway, we move on, um, so we start off, so uh, we had Lanks, Lancashire, 2 for 146, beat Leicester, 142 all out, so they won by 8 wickets there. Our man, Fat Guts, Muddy, uh, Mark Cosgrove, made 32 for Leicester. Hey. Uh, Lank skipper, Liam Livingston, continued his uh, early hot season form, taking four for 17 off his four overs. Oh. And he got, right he got himself 28 at the top of the uh, order, too. So he's not known for his bowling prowess, uh, young Liam, but as a good skipper, he brought himself on and took a fucking shed load of wickets. So. <laughs> Captain Arrowdite uh, nuts. <laughs> yep, bought himself the full four overs, a cheeky bastard. <laughs> uh, so next up, we've got Somerset, Somerset knocked off Middlesex by four wickets. Uh, Ashton Agar plays for Middlesex. He made 10 not out and took one for, one, one for 32. And then he said 132. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That'll Sutton. get him back on the test team. <laughs> Andrew Sutton Ty pulled his pudding to get to sleep that night. He's so happy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so from there we had Derby beat North Ants by 31 runs. Uh, there's no Aussies in this match, but uh, Irish international Callum McLeod. Can't think of a more... Uh, sorry, he's not Irish either, he's Scottish. So Scottish international Callum <laughs> McLeod made 104 at the top of the order for Derby. So I can't... That's a pretty Scottish name there. Old, uh, I think I, he's the last of the Highlanders, Callum McLeod. Can I that's why he's um, number one. Is, is he can from I the Clad McLeod? Yeah, mm. damn! That's why you just say, can I interrupt? And you just interrupt, right? Yeah, you just jump say, in. Yeah. Hey, Mick, do you know which clan he's from? Uh, uh, clan so McLeod. Uh, this is why we're number one, fellas. Research and crispy stuff. So next up, Durham chased down Worcester's score of 121 to win by seven wickets. Travis Richard Head top scored for Worcester with 40. Yeah. The man who did the most, the man who did all the damage, was boxing Ben Stokes. He took four for sixteen with the pill, and then delivered the knockout with the bat, making forty-three <laughs> runs. Uh, Lanks beat Yorkshire by a solitary run after Kane Williamson failed to hit the final ball of Yorkshire's innings for four. Lanks skipper Liam Livingston once again stood up with seventy-nine off thirty-nine balls. In reply, Joe Root made 51, but it wasn't enough for Yorkshire, and they fell there. Uh, Leicester knocked off Knotts by 17 runs. Uh, ben Rain did the job for Leicester, making 83. When it rains, it pours. It rains, but and it pours. Fatty Cosgrove made 9. Ross's man, Jake Ball, took 3 for 40. Ginn's favourite DC, Dan Christian, took none for 49. And for those playing at home, that's 12.25 and over. Held it together, and- didn't he, boys? <laughs> but he, but he, he returned it. He returned it with the bat, making eight. Uh, Son of Kepler, Son of Kepler, Ricky Vessels top scored uh, with fifty one for knots. Uh, Somerset took the chocolates against Glamorgan, winning by thirty runs. Corey Anderson and James Hildreth both made fifties for Somerset. On the Googs, Tim van der Gookten took three for 36 for Glamorgan. And Usman Kamashwa made 44. And Joe Burns, who's also at Glamorgan, got five. Boo uh, 
North Ants and North Ants and the Berenstain Bears. Sorry, the Birmingham Bears played in a tie. So for those playing at home, the Birmingham Bears are Warwickshire, who played the T20s and the One Days under Birmingham. Uh, so both sides posted two thirty one. So that, <laughs> so, like I said, that was a tie. The most interesting performance came from the Shermanator Ian Bell, who made one hundred and thirty one. Wow, And that was his yeah, that was his first ever T Twenty ton. Oh, wow. Uh, Hampshire got the job done against Middlesex, winning by 21. Pick of the Hampshire bats was the New Zealand Care Bear, Colin Munro, who got 63. Agar took no, none for 25 and was upstaged by Middlesex, Middlesex's sixth change bowler, James Fuller, who took six for 28. Say that wow. fast. Oh, yeah. Six for 28? Six for 28. That's wow. a nuts. That's a nuts six for... <laughs> I wish. My oh. sixes are like fucking 80 and 100. Uh, next up, Surrey took on hard as a cunt's head. I mean, Kent's head. <laughs> uh, uh, crispy. <laughs> Surrey posted six for 250 with our man Finchie making 83. And yeah, old Jughead himself, and Jughead himself, Nick Maddinson, getting 29. <laughs> Unfortunately, all their hard work was for naught because the rain set in and the match ended in a draw. I think they say nouts up there. Oh, well, fuck them cunts. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had another tie with uh, Hampshire and Essex playing a tie. Pick of the Hampshire bats was Sam. That's a direction, not a surname. Northeast, who made 73. <laughs> and Adam, the headband wanker, Zampa, took two for 30 for Essex. Um, so at this point of the Vitality Blast, they took a five to seven day break, depending on which team you were, and they got in a round of four day cricket. Yeah, so I'll talk, I'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll just finish off the T20 stuff um, for now, but I do have the I do have that round of four day cricket to touch on as well. Uh, so Middlesex beat Hampshire by twenty two runs. My man, the big bearded Irishman Paul Sterling, top scored with sixty. Ashton Agar, not one to disappoint, got four. And the man two test nations won't let play test cricket, Owen Morgan got two. <laughs> the Care Bear Colin Munro was in the run for Hampshire with 58. Straight breaks Ashton Agar pulled out his one good performance, good bowling performance for the comp, taking three for 17. Get him in the test side. Yep. Straight breaks, that one was for you, old uh, Michael Beer. He loves it when you call him straight breaks a- on Twitter. Interesting uh, reference. Gloucester. We've got a lot of positive feedback about that, Mick. Yeah, Michael Beer loved us, give, loved us giving it to Ashton Agar during the uh, <laughs> the one days and that and the T20s over in South Africa. Can I just say Allegedly. something? Allegedly. Can I just say something? Allegedly, if you look at our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say something on Sudsy, uh, Beery. He's yeah. probably very unlikely to be listening to this podcast, but <laughs> certainly, certainly loves some of the... Uh, uh, crispy social media work that Mick provides. Mm. Oh yeah, and let it be known it's all Mick. Yeah. Now let's be honest, he's a human being, so there's no fuck away he listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just turn it on and listen to the start of it and go, nah, yeah. turning it nah. off again. <laughs> <laughs> midway he doesn't through. get midway through. I didn't even make it to midway through. <laughs> nah, yeah. you, got, you got the bat pad, didn't even get to midway <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so next up, Gloucester beat beat Glamorgan by 30 runs. Uh, Gloucester skipper and one of our favourites, Maxi Klinger, top scored with 77. 
Legend. Hey, Maxi! Usman uh, Uz- got 33 for Glamorgan, and Joe, third degree burns, made one. Oh, he's pretty good at the format, isn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, lucky, <laughs> it's lucky that he got, in air quotes, injured and can't play at the moment. So yeah. that, that worked out well for them. Uh, Andrew Sutton-Tye got three for 17 for Gloucester. Uh, Derby knocked off Lanks. Fatty McFat Fat Mark Cosgrove got 65. <laughs> So close. Uh, <laughs> dinner for two. Yeah, but he, he usually has dinner for four, the big bastard. <laughs> he, he has a family feast. Family feast. <laughs> that's um, uh, uh, next up whatever four times North, 69 North. is. Yeah, yeah, that's what he usually has. Yeah. <laughs> Worcester beat North Earth by nine wickets. Uh, two toes, Martin Guptill smashed 102 off 38 balls. Fucking oh. hell. So for those interested, that's a strike rate of 268. Jesus. Uh, Nott's beat Lanks by 16 runs under Duckworth Lewis. James, yes, I still play cricket. Faulkner took three for 34 and made 23 runs with the stick. Uh, Surrey beat Somerset by nine wickets. Finchie got 43 not out. And Port Melbourne Piers, Nick Maddinson got 15 not out. Uh, Durham knocked off Knotts by seven wickets. DC got ten and took none for five for Knotts. The rim job took two for 28 and didn't get a bat for Durham. Tasty. <laughs> uh, Somerset got the chocolates against Middlesex. Middlesex chocolates. all-rounder. Rim job chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Middlesex all-rounder straight breaks. Ashton Agar took two for 50 off his four overs and got 23 not out. Uh, Yorkshire beat Leicester by 60 runs. That's a fucking big... That's big in a, in a T20 game. Uh, NZ Super Care, Super Care Bear. Kane Williamson made 77 for Yorkshire. Mark, eight meat pies, thanks. Cosgrove made four. <laughs> Dinner for ten. Glenn <laughs> <laughs> Morgan got the job done against Surrey by four wickets. Nick Dumbo Maddinson got run out for 77. <laughs> Dumbo. Finchie made 30 for Surrey. Uh, with the pill, 37-year-old former WA bowler Michael Hogan took none for 42 for Glamorgan. And on, the Gook, and on the Googs took one for 50. Oh, uh, the Bison's half available bro- for test selection too, by the way, fellas. He just put his hand up. <laughs> the Bison's half-brother, Usman Kamashwa, made 10 for the Mormon. <laughs> uh, Somerset beat Hampshire by 16 runs. It was a bowler's game with Hampshire's Chris, Chris lost in the woods, taking five for 32. But it was not enough because he would not be outdone by Fidel Edwards. He took none for 50 in an equally memorable display. (laughs) (laughs) Memorable on one separate occasion, boy. (laughs) But the man of the match was the West Indian Jerome Taylor who took five for 15 for Somerset. Fucking hell. Jesus. And in the last uh, game of the particular games we've covered here, Gloucester beat nothing sus X. By four wickets. Suit and tie <laughs> took two for 25 for Gloucester, and Maxi Klinger made 13. So that takes us up until about two days ago when I wrote this report. So uh, just quickly touch on in the, in the North group, uh, top three are Lanks, Worcester, and Durham, uh, followed, by York, followed by Yorkshire, Notts, Derby, Leicester, the Birmingham Bears, and North Ants haven't had a win they last in that group. South Shit group, we've got Gloucester, Somerset, Kent. Uh, Sussex, Surrey, Glamorgan, Middlesex, Hampshire, and Essex. 
at the bottom. So I'll just quickly, I've also got the four-day game that I talked about there. So there's some uh, interesting performances in this, so we'll just get through this as well for you. So in Divi 1, Yorkshire beat Lancashire by 118 runs. Uh, Yorkshire elected a bat first and posted 192. Best of the Yorkshire bats was Adam Tobolhead Lyth, who made 70. <laughs> but the That's most talked-about thing in the Yorkshire innings was the hat-trick taken by Jordan Clark. So the hat-trick in question has been referred to as the best hat-trick in the history of cricket. There's yeah. been a little bit, little bit of debate about it, but it's, 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 they've got a fair point they're arguing here, so we'll just run through why they think that. The reasoning for this is due to the blokes he dismissed. he got Joe Root, Kane Williamson and Johnny Bairstow, who combined <coughs> have 30,372 first-class runs, 14,639 of those are at test level. So, Clark finished the game with 5 for 58. So, it's a pretty good one. There's another one going around. I can't remember who took it. It was against Australia, and they got Ponting, Gilchrist, and Warren. So, that was the other one that was getting compared. And there was one Pigeon Pigeon got, like, Lara, Jimmy Adams, and someone else. But I think yeah. purely on numbers, this Jordan Clark one's the, like, most impressive oh, it one. Oh, standout, I imagine. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> So in reply to in reply to their one ninety two, Lanks got a hundred and nine, and in the process they lost their skipper Liam Livingston, who we've been talking about, because he busted his thumb when they were fielding, I think, or at training. I couldn't find anywhere where he busted, why or how he busted it, but he busted it. So it really good work, cricket. Really good work, crick info. For no info on the fucking crick, you useless oh, cunts. Yeah, yep, terrible nuts. Go to Pedia of Wick, please. Yeah. Uh, so second time around, Yorkshire got 239 with the Ginger Ninja uh, Bairstow being the main contributor. He got 82. Glad you said Lank's second innings was better, but still not enough to get the job done. Joss Butler, top score by 59. The notable part of the innings was Liam Livingston, who came out as the last wicket wearing a shin pad over his thumb to bat at 11. He was trying to help to get... He was trying to... he come out to bat with Jimmy Anderson, who was at number 10, and the theory was that hopefully him and Jimmy could combine to get Lanks over the line. But in the... In the in like, I don't, I don't like to speak ill of Lancashire because one of our uh, very devoted listeners is a Lancashire bloke, but this is the most stupid fucking thing I've ever heard. When he come out to bat, they were trailing by 118 runs. <laughs> it's not a Disney movie. It's not a Lifetime movie on Channel 7 at fucking midday. It's fucking county cricket. It's 118 runs. You've got a busted thumb. Fucking declare. Um, I'm on duck style. But the best thing about it all was they went through all this la-di-da and the shin pad and everything. First ball, he was out there. Anderson got dismissed, so he didn't even face the ball. Zero, not out. <laughs> I was about to say that, Mick. Like, mm. anyone else, yeah, you could go, all right, let's give it a crack. But Jimmy Anderson, mm. come on. He's not lasting 118 runs. Yeah. Walking Unless it's wicked. against Australia. Mm. So uh, the main man who did the damage in the second inning, in the second Lanks innings, was Joe Shag is another word for Root, who <laughs> took four for five bowling his little bullshit fucking spin uh, crappy balls. Uh, so point lately. So points for uh, someone's got to, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, points for Yorkshire were nineteen, uh, and Lanks got Three. two. So. Ah, oh, they didn't sign the team sheet. So properly. I'm guessing Liam Livingston must have spelled his name wrong on the team sheet. So I only got two points instead of three. Hey, Vic. Uh, yes. Um, I've noticed that there's been a lot of games 
that you've told us about over the course of this season where the second innings um, of both sides have scored more than the first innings, which I reckon yes. is a bit, bit weird. It's green pitches in England, Alex. Okay, so is this normal for an English pitch, is it? Oh, I'd, I'd say so. I know they're going through a drought at the minute, so I'm not 100% sure, but I, um, think, I think things flatten out a bit rather than deteriorate yeah. as such. They're a bit and spicy I think the, early. Yeah. I think in the second innings, the umpires pat all the fielders down for mints in their pockets. <laughs> so in the second Murray innings... And, otherwise. In the second innings, they're not to have mints, so it kind of, the ball doesn't yeah, swing yeah. as much, so it's easy to get some runs. Uh, it's the enough. Duke ball for you, Alex. It's the Duke. So, uh, Duke. so Duke. the next matchup blows uh, Gin's theory out of the water as Surrey made 592. <laughs> to beat not fine innings hey. at 183 runs. Hey. Egg on your idiot's face when everyone scores 758 in the second game. <laughs> it's a timeless county match. <laughs> 18 days later. We're still going. So uh, Surrey elected to field first. Uh, no Knott's Bathman did anything special. So let me take this chance just to say Stuart Broad made three. Fuck Good. you, Stuart Broad. <laughs> uh, best of the Surrey bowlers was Tuna Mornay Morkel, who took four for 60. So Surrey posted 592 all out in reply. Rory C. Montgomery Burns made 153 at the top of the order for Surrey. Um, and Surrey number eight, Ricky, at least you're not Michael Clark, got 111. <laughs> Oh, Nelson. So, Nelson. So Finchie missed out, only getting two. Uh, uh, Jake Noble took one for 128. Samit Patel took a gin two for taking two for 101. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you, Stuart Broad took two for 80. Uh, second time around, Knott's got rolled for 210. Samit Patel was the only batsman to make it past 30. He got 55. The big tuna Mornay struck again, taking 5 for 60. Uh, points were Surrey 24, Knott's 3. I don't know how Knott's didn't get negative 5 in this fucking circumstance. Yeah. But anyway, they got 3. So it must be something to do with the time, signing your team sheets. The team only sheet. way to explain how they got any fucking yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, so in the... Yeah, last last game for, for Divi 1, then we'll move on to Divi 2. So we've got Somerset uh, beat Worcester by 140, 41 runs. Uh, Worcester made the choice to field first. Uh, Somerset made 337, with the key innings coming from their gloveman, Stephen Davies, who got 72, and their skipper, Tom Willing and Abel, who got yeah. 70. Uh, best of the Worcester bowlers was Moeen. I know I'm not a great spinner, but at least I play four-day cricket. Ali, he took three for 63. <laughs> and our, and one of the show's favourites, still available, Steve McGoffin, took two for 51. My man. Uh, Worcester got two for 57 <laughs> in reply. Uh, the only bloke going past 50 was their number nine, Luke Wood, who made 65. Travis Never the job had head to knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Somerset's Josh Davey took four for 68. And Jamie, no, not Craig, that's me brother, Overton, took four for 61. <laughs> uh, second time out, Somerset declared nine for 362. Well, you're right, Gin. The second innings is bigger than the first. 
Yeah, uh, the main destroyer with the bat was Pakistan Test batsman Azza Ali, who made 125. Yeah. And Marcus, yes, this old prick is still going. Triscothic made 71. Only plays home games. Yeah. <laughs> Mo and Ali got the old Alex Man Pfeiffer with 5 for 107. Oh. Uh, Worcester got 301 the second time up with their keeper, Alex Wanner Milton, making 104. <laughs> Trav Head got 46, and still available, Steve McGoffin got 43. Jamie Overton got another four, taking four for 82. If you think Craig Overton's ugly, go online and check out Jamie fucking Overton. Largest chins in international. Oh, he's fucking... He's even even more mongoloid looking than Craig Overton. Uh, A a very shallow gene pool, you might suggest. Fuck, not even a waiting pool. Fucking hell. Uh, so Somerset got 22 points. Worcester got five. So we quickly move on to Divi 2. Uh, Derby beat North Ants by 39 runs. There were no Aussies in this match, so I'll gloss over most of it. Special mention to Derby spinner Michael Jurassic Park Critchley, who, <laughs> took, six, who took six for 106. Uh, points were Derby 21, North Ants 5. Uh, Gloucester beat Durham by 41 runs. Uh, Gloucester chose to bat first and posted 362. Uh, mainly, uh, most of that was on the back of a ton from Ryan Higgins, who made 105. Boxing Ben Stokes took five for 52 for Durham. Uh, the NZ Care Bear Tommy, you know who's a wanker, Mark Latham, made 147. <laughs> Boxing Ben only got three. And my notes here say, I guess he hits blokes better than he hits cricket balls. Uh, <laughs> second time up, Gloucester made less than their first innings. Alex to make 252. That's okay. less. With uh, Kieran is... Noema Barnett making breakfast for a pair, 69. <laughs> uh, ben, that's all Stokes, took three for 66. That's good. Uh, Durham need three, needed 340 for victory and fell 42 runs short. Making 298. Pick of the bats were Cameron, the man of steel, who made 62. And Mark Wood got out of the starting blocks for 61 not out. Uh, Boxing Ben got nine. Uh, Points were Gloucester 23, Durham 5. Uh, Next up, we've got Leicester beat Kent by 10 wickets. They must have um, signed the team sheet with great flourish, got up to five points. Beautiful penmanship. (laughs) Penmanship, actually two points for penmanship. Yeah. <laughs> calligraphy. Calligraphy points. One for penmanship, one for calligraphy. That takes you to a big five pizza points, my friend. Yeah, yeah so let, well, Lester and Kent. So Fat Guts Cosgrove is the only Aussie in this match. He made 22 in the first innings and didn't bat in the second innings. Not much else really interesting. Leicester won. They got 20 points and Kent got three. Yep, team sheet. Yep, next up, Middlesex <laughs> beat Warwickshire by 18 runs. Only Aussie in this match is the brother of Steel, Ryan Sidebottom. Hey. Who took three for 34 and zero for 40 and made zero not out and 10 not out. Uh, Warwickshire's Will Ready. Dusty Rhodes made 118. <laughs> Uh, points were middle six twenty, Warwickshire five. Probably the most interesting thing to come out from around here was Ryan Sidebottom put a tweet out sledging the um, picking of Adil Rashid in the Test side. 
something about he chose to play T20 cricket over playing in a county uh, winning side, and that pretty much says all it needs to say about him. Something along those lines that Ryan Sidebottom put out on Twitter. But it's fair to say, yeah, we'll talk about it later probably, but fucking everyone hates that kind of moment. Oh, I think that uh, was the... Uh, Mick, sorry. I think that yeah. was the other Ryan Sidebottom, the cram lookalike guy. Oh, was it? Yeah, the, yeah, They need yeah. to stop having the same name because it yeah, makes... Yeah, not the Aussie awesome. guy, the um, mm. left-armer angry dude. Well, this might even like, be uh, him. I might have my... This could even be him. I might have my I might have my side bottoms mixed up. So this could yeah. even be Ryan. Common side problem, Mick. Match. I often get my side mm. bottoms mixed up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the problem with, with a uh, usually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just don't like to do research. Wikipedia is just so hard to get through. I don't know how Alex does it. Um, <laughs> so last, lastly, and leastly, definitely, fucking leastly, Sussex beat Glamorgan. Sussex made three hundred and twenty-seven. And they rolled Glamorgan for 85 and 88. <laughs> Scored more in the second dig, Nuts. Scored more in the second dig. So, for those playing at home, that means Glamour- Sussex won by an innings and 154 runs. After but it sounds 300. like they might have won in two days. Uh, quite possibly. Uh, so Sussex chose to bat first. As I said, they posted 327. Top scorer was Luke. Oh Wells, who made 100, who made 17. <laughs> Glamorgan's never aging. Michael Hogan took four for 39. Glamorgan had a bat and posted the very NMCA score of 85. Usman <laughs> made a duck. Yay! Uh, BBL Hobart Hurricane Jofra Archer took four for 15 for Sussex. Uh, Sussex enforced the follow-on because they're not fucking pussy-scared cunts like Michael Clark and Steve Smith. <laughs> and they re-rolled Glamorgan for 88. Kamashwa made 19. Joffre took 4 for 31. So Joffre nice. finished the match with 8 for 46. They're nice. good numbers. So yeah. we won't shout <laughs> not, too quite, not quite as good. Yeah. 12, for, 12 for 26, fellas. But. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so Sussex took... Uh, Sussex got 22 points, and Glamorgan got three points. Another one here, I don't know how that's not like minus Three points? Yeah. How if you get rolled for 80 and 80, yeah. you get three points? Penmanship. This, this point system, like, I know I say every week I should look it up, I can't be fucked, but it's very weird. Um, and that, my friends, is Have Bat, Will Travel. Crispy, really good All stuff. Right. Thank you, Mick. I'll All right. Mick. We uh, move on now. <clears throat> cricket from around the world and first up we're going to have a look at Nepal because the Nepalese cricket team played their first ODI on Wednesday first ODI ever it wasn't it wasn't Preston Himalayas yeah (laughs) Preston (laughs) Himalayas half the team were from that NMCA club yeah powerhouse (laughs) that they are so um it was uh an interesting game. They've been playing a few games against the MCC in that's the Marlborough Cricket Club, Alex, in England. Yes. And now they're in yes. uh, the Netherlands. The FCC. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me be. be. Let me be me. Yeah. 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 Always talk about MTV. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> white men doing spoken rap. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Netherlands batted first in the 50 over match and were all out for 189. It was. How did Clarsen go, Ross? Uh, yeah, Clarsen. He's a spinner. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah. yeah. So. Well, he, I want to uh, see it. Well, how did he bat, mate? Okay, Come he on. made eleven off twenty-seven <laughs> balls. He took a hit of four. Okay. Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah, right. Dirk Nanisco. 
Nah, he wasn't fun. Um, uh, Tim van der Gugden didn't get a game either. But oh, um, yeah. he got on the Googs the night before and couldn't make it. <laughs> brother, couldn't of Tom, of brother of Tom Cooper, Ben Cooper, batted at number three. Yeah. Aussie oh. Ben. Yeah. So that was good, uh, but it was some pole Cammy who got three for thirty-four, and old Kadka four for twenty-six who did the damage. But uh, yeah. one hundred and ninety from fifty overs proved just a little too much for the Nepalese, and they went down fighting, including four ducks out of the last seven batsmen oh. to be one hundred and thirty-four oh. not out. What's mm. the um, Nepalese? Was that fifty-four all out? It is a bear called um, Travis. <laughs> The yeah. Nepalese Travis. Yeah. Oh, uh, their mascot, or do you mean their nickname? Their nickname or whatever. Oh, yeah. Team Nepal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries. They're not Anytime like the men or some You're shit. welcome. They're, they're not the fighting Nepalese or something like no, they're that. The they're, not the tigers, Nepali- they're not the Nepalese the, Sherpas. They're the Sherpas. The okay. Azure. Yeah, no. The Azuri, you mean. Le Bleu. The blur, yeah. <laughs> Clarkson took three for thirty again. Yeah, Peter Sealer. Oh, good. Yeah, Sealer took three for twenty as well. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, second good. ODI, the game two of two, is on currently, and Nepal are faring a little bit better at the moment. They're five for a hundred off twenty-four overs, so hopefully they can push on mm. and get to the mythical two hundred mark in this game. Excuse me, Ross. Yeah, it's the captain. I've just done a bit of just done a bit of Wikipedia research here, guys. I'm in the. Uh, Wank, oh sorry, uh, man room in my house. Uh, um, wank cave. Yeah, man wank cave. Or, yeah. uh, the nickname is the rhinos. Ah, oh, the rhinos. Right. Are there lots of rhinoceroses in Nepal? Oh, that's a fucking interesting one. I don't know. One. <laughs> oh, that's a load don't of shit. Say, don't say that. KP will be playing for him soon. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't wish that on anyone, even your worst enemy. What is, I wonder what is the national animal of Nepal. Oh, a bit of bark or yeah, something. No, I can look that up too. I'm just right here at Wikipedia. Let me just go for it. I think Use your famine. Wikipedia skills, though. Oh, Jesus. Okay, they're all wrong. Oh, the cow. Oh, the Nepalese cows. Yeah, they're Hindus, so. Yeah. Ah, holy cows. Well, mostly Hindus, anyway. Holy cow, Batman. Yeah, all right. There you go. Holy Nepalese animal. <laughs> we, we switched from one part of the world to another. Back to the United Kingdom after that short break. And we're talking about the first test. I've just got a little bit of intro, then I'll throw to you, Mick, for an update on how you've seen it. A little okay. bit of a, a puff piece from <laughs> our man. Uh, okay. <laughs> Info, George DeBell. Uh, and who would you most want out of the England team to read a puff piece about? Of course, no one other than test debutant, debutant Sam Curran. Brother oh, of Tom. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Stepbrother of the Marshes. Yeah, that's it. Did they grow up together in Zimbabwe or something? I, I, I hadn't heard so. that. Uh, Maybe. Oh, you'd think it would have come out by now if they did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll ask Mark Nicholas. He's pretty good with that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of coming he's the, out. He's probably the maximum at that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no left-arm pace bowler has ever claimed 100 test wickets for England. But Sam Curran really? might, yeah. But Sam wow. Curran might just change all of that. I would have thought old angry um, Weird Al Yankovic slash Cram lookalike uh, <laughs> Ryan Sidebottom, the, the original might have might have got a hundred, but he must have been close. Yeah. I think. Yes, cause uh, what about bloody 
Hang on, wasn't um, what's his name Jones back in the day left armour? No, Simon. He's a right armour. No? He played about six tests. No, he's right. Mm. It was Alan mm. Mullally was left armour. Yeah, yeah, Western Australia's own Alan Mullally. Yeah. So Sam Curran, aged 20 years and 60 days, became the youngest man to claim four wickets in an innings for England. Wow. (laughs) Four. Four wickets. Four. Four. It's some sort of record. It keeps stats on fourfers now. Yeah, Yeah, puff piece indeed. (laughs) Oh, is it the worst kind of piece? A puff piece. Yeah. The only way Sam Sam Curran has taken 100 wickets... Is if a hundred blokes step on their fucking stumps. <laughs> yeah, a hundred blokes turn around and kick them over. Yeah, ease the fucking shits. <laughs> a few weeks ago, he became the seventh youngest man at 19 years and 363 days to make his test debut for England. This was his second test, sorry. He plays county cricket for Surrey. Quote, Surrey knew they had a gem even before he produced a classic in-swinger from his fourth ball of first-class cricket to take Joe Denley's middle stump. Mm. Interesting. He was actually... He's English, don't break him somehow. Yeah. Sam was actually part of a you buy one, you get one free deal with his brother Tom. And he's been spotted playing club cricket in Cape Town by Ian Gregg. Who alerted Surrey? Who the fuck's Ian Greg? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but you, you know what I always say: never trust a man with two first names. So fuck <laughs> Ian Greg. Exactly. Tom and it was part of the package deal. Tom and Sam have now played Test cricket for England, while Ben, the middle brother, aged only twenty-two, is currently playing second eleven cricket for Northants. Yeah, twenty-two oh, and right. how many days though? That's what I want to know. Uh, I want to know the days. <laughs> I don't care about your age in years. I want it in. Minutes, hours and seconds, thank you. (laughs) Such was Sam's uh, talent that he was just 16 when Surrey named him in their first team squad and on one occasion that call-up came only after he wasn't required by his school team. What? (laughs) Yes. Wow. His school team team had just lost the semi-final of a national competition. Poor cunts. <laughs> well, I know what it's like to lose semi-finals, fellas. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he just lost the semi-final of oh, a national competition. <laughs> this article's fucking shit. Oh, you reckon, you reckon I told you? Know, you know it's written by George DeBelli. Yeah, it's a He's George DeBelli piece <laughs> about an England test cricketer. Yeah. Come on. It's I'm got to involve. Here. It's got to involve dick sucking in up to the nut level. Come on, here we go. <laughs> the whole shaft. Oh, hey Ross, nuts I'm in, thanks. The... Put the nuts in. Don't let the nuts out. I want the nuts in. Put them in. Give them a stir. Yeah, give them a stir. Pop them in. Hey Ross. Yeah. Hey Alex. Ross, mm. seeing as this is a Dobell article, I'm yeah. waiting for the conspiracy theories that everyone in Australia is deliberately trying to put off the English side. Oh, yes, there's that. And there'll be something about leave the vitality blast alone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to it, I'm sure. We're, we're not even, we haven't even scratched the surface of the good bits. Oh, good, because this is fucking yeah. gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Now, this is a sort of research... Sorry for talking about Dobell. This is the sort of research he does to put into his articles so that they're good. Okay. Yeah. He'd just lost the semi-final of a national competition at Arundel. 
that day, he travelled up on the train at lunchtime and by late mm. afternoon was stepping out in front of a full house at the Oval to play in a T20 against Middlesex. Well, well, rewind, uh, rewind. How much was the train fare? That's what oh, I yeah. want to know. In, Where's in, that? In pence and in euros, please. I'd <laughs> like to know both. <laughs> did he start at Ruthven Station, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> where, did he, where did he get off? I want to know. Did he did bring Surrey, his own cricket gear? Like, did Surrey did pay for his train fare? Did oh, Surrey no, pay for his train fare? And was it included <laughs> in the salary cap? <laughs> did he get reimbursed? Did he have to bring in an invoice or a receipt? I want to know. I hope he tapped off. Oh. Did he have his Opal card, Ross? <laughs> uh, oyster. But yes, I believe he would have needed one. Yeah. And, and how did his he get clam his... clam card. His, his, uh, <laughs> his bearded clam. <laughs> oh, keep going. Oh, crispy. Yeah. Oh, George, details. Details, Dobell. That's what I love. That's what I love. Oh, yeah. Some teenagers might have been overawed, but not Curran. Quote... The what, bigger by the catching state. a fucking train? That's, that's easy. <laughs> Teenagers catch trains all the time. What's he going to do? Skateboard? Fuck off, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't overawed because he's a functioning member of society and is able to catch public transport. <laughs> I hope he let people off before he boarded. (laughs) I reckon he had his um, clam card out as soon as the uh, conductor said, Tickets, please! And he already had it there. Babe, ready. Got it here, mate. All paid up. I just just hope... When the old lady come on that he gave up his seat. What a lovely young boy. Uh, Chap. Yeah, I hope he didn't put his cricket bag on a seat either. Cause that, ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Other people might want to sit down on those seats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seats are not made for chairs, just like roads yeah. aren't built for parking cars on. <laughs> get right. Ra- get reading, <laughs> Ross. Okay. <laughs> Quote. You know, we got some, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, details to Bell has never left no stone unturned. He's gone and talked to other people and then written down what they said. I I did he talk to Ian Gregg? Did he, did he talk to he the talk train to Ian passengers? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got someone who was on the train. I did he talk to Mrs. Hardship. Anderson from yeah. number 52 who fucking walked to the station with him? <laughs> I hope that um, Sam was in the quiet carriage and then didn't play music too loudly or talk on the phone while he was on the train. <laughs> uh, quote, The bigger the stage, the better he performs. End quote. From Alex Stewart, coach at oh. Surrey. Mm. Quote again, he stood out a mile. He was the best 17-year-old England cricketer I'd ever seen and nothing phased him. Not even catching a yeah, train. Yeah, that's like being the smartest <laughs> bloke in the fucking dumb class. <laughs> Not even catching a train. <laughs> Good nuts. Yep. Ah, yes. All right. Oh, yes, but Alex Stewart has seen such talent before and he knows there are no guarantees that he will kick on. Most notably, Stuart played with Alex Tudor, Ben Holyoke. Oh, that's the guy that Brett Lee split open. Yeah, and others. (laughs) Uh, Understandably, Stuart urges caution. Quote, there will be bad days, end quote. On the train? (laughs) Fucking hell. I'm not sure. It could get delayed. (laughs) What an insight. What an insight from Alex Stuart. Oh, yeah. That's why he's getting top dollar nuts. 
You know what shocks me more about this is that George DeBell unearthed the unthinkable that an England, a long-serving English captain like Alex Stewart has played with some fucking dud cricketers. Who the fucking thunk it? <laughs> uh, right, Stewart also believes there may be a little more pace to come as Curran develops. Quote, he's still filling out, end quote. Did he quote him for more than six words at a time? <laughs> no, yeah, but if he feels that anymore, he's going to need two seats on that train. Uh, he said he's still feeling filling out, and he grow he may grow a bit more too. I thought that's what filling out was. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Does Alex All Stewart right. only communicate with people via Twitter, so he likes to keep it short yeah. and soft? Uh. Ah, right. Uh, Ryan Sidebottom is the only left armer to take a Pfeiffer in England in Test cricket this century. Mm. Left armer? Yeah, left armer. Yep. In England? No, no, for, for England. England. For England. Yeah. Yep. Fucking uh, so hell. That's still, a, that's still a very good stat. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Australia's just got a glut of left armers now, but in yeah. the 90s, there was Bruce Reed and no one else. So. Yeah. Hmm. They just come and go. Yeah. The problem is we've got a fuckload of them. None of them are any good, but anyway. Oh, hey, well, hey, hey. I'm pretty Mitch, good. Mitchell Stark. Mitchell Stark's Jesus. all right. Don't knock Doug uh, the rug. Thank you very much, Mick. Take that, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Mitchell Stark looks like fucking someone started doing roadworks on his face and stopped halfway through. Plenty road. Yeah, has taken a few fifers though. Yeah. Hey. Mitchell Everyone, mate, even I've taken fifers. Let's not take. Let's not hey, Mick, are you saying like you're not on Mitchell Stark as a bowler? Nah, I'm just fucking trying to be a cunt. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say this is uh, news to me. And I you're ruining my fucking character if you keep pulling it out again, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, <clears throat> uh, it's uh, it's bringing England have been crying out for some variety in their attack. That left arm out. Angle gives batsmen something else to worry about, and if you can make the ball swing like Sam does, you can trouble anyone on any surface. That's a quote from Ryan Sidebottom. Bullshit. Nathan Bracken never fucking troubled anyone. (laughs) (laughs) He was a sort of you got yourself out against him type of bowler, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Very good one day bowler, but people Mm. got themselves out. That's because that bloke's on the fence. Exactly right. That's what I was about to say, Paul, because there's blokes on the fence in a one day. <laughs> okay, well, let's have a look now at the scorecard from the current test match of uh, England versus India in England. And uh, England batted first. Joe Root made 80 and Johnny Bairstow made 70. This game being in uh, Birmingham Bears territory. England, 287 all out. Ravi Ashwin, 4 for 62. Bowled quite well from what I've read. Yeah, the ball that got cooked, the first ball that got cooked, I saw that. That was fucking phenomenal. I saw the second one, and from all accounts, it was uh, exactly the same. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, in reply, India only made 274, so just uh, 15 runs or so short of England's total, despite Virat Kohli making 149. He was dropped on 20, apparently. Oh, yeah, oh. in the slips. Uh, and Adil Rashid pulled... Uh, after all the <laughs> indeed he did <laughs> after all the hoo-ha Adil Rashid only bowled 8 overs and took 2 for 31 well, well it's not too bad of 8 I suppose uh, England's second, yeah, yeah, second think... innings is not going so well Cook out for a duck Keyboard Jennings out for 8 and Joe Root out for 14 and they're all 3 wickets to Ravi Ashwin 
Cookie was yeah. bowled and Keyboard Jennings and Root caught by the keeper. Well, those two wickets, Jennings and Root, must have only happened in the last hour or so that we've been recording this because when I was watching it before we started, they were still in. Yep. So Ashwin, yeah. Ravi Ashwin opened the bowling. Ah, he bowled okay. nine overs, two maidens, three for 20. So Economy rate of 2.22, Ross. Exacto Mundo. Just off the top of your head. Exacto Mundo sandals, yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, the TV umpire for this game is Maria Rasmus, and the match referee who made sure the team <laughs> sheets were handed over correctly, Alex, is, of course, former New Zealand Care Bear, Jeff Crow, brother of hey, Martin. Ross, mm. yes. I hope they didn't. someone didn't accidentally hand over the actual copy and they only handed over the carbon copy. Exactly. That's how they were right on that paper that comes in triplicate. Yeah, the pink bit they pulled yeah, out. No uh, pun intended. Hold on, hold on. Not <laughs> the old pink bit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so England look like they're in a world of shit there, but anyway, we'll see how they go. Good on them yeah. for trying anyway. It's tough playing tests against India, even if it is at home. See, uh, Coley was doing Coley things, and he uh, stirred up Joe Rudy, did the old mic drop uh, celebration that Rudy had done in the... I want to say one days or maybe two. Yeah, he did it in the one days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bit of payback. Payback's yeah. a bitch, Root. Yeah. Bit uh, Root acts like a knob, so Coley mm-hmm. goes, well, you know what? I'm king of the knobs, so he out-knobbed him. So, good <laughs> on him. He out-knobbed him. That's... <laughs> I heard he just told the crowd to fuck off. Like, you could actually see him mouth the words in replays and stuff. Yeah. So, it's Virat Coley being Virat Coley. Virat I want to say, in the, same, in the same situation... I can't say I would act any different in fairness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you would say, you wouldn't just say fuck off. There'd be a C-bomb dropped for maybe two or three. What, an Emily? Yeah, I reckon Mick, you would also point fingers at specific people in the crowd. You'd piss you off. Mick might, Mick might get it out in helicopter it, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> he might become nut brothers with a man. Maybe Jeff Crow. <laughs> Nut Brothers. Good hour. Good hour. Yeah. Good. We jump on a plane and head over now to Sri Lanka for the Sri Lanka versus South Africa one day component of this tour. And it was our friend South Af- Sri Lanka's wicketkeeper Dick Weller who caught my eye with a cunning two off three balls at the top of the order. <laughs> Old penis water ball. <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, not to be outdone, Quinton de Kock opened the batting for South Africa, made 47, and Ugh. Gin's man JP Dumini delivered like the mailman that he is. 53 not out of 32 balls to get the Sappers over the line. They were chasing a moderate total of 196 and they did it quite comfortably. So I'm not sure, Ross, but um, mm. had the test series wound up before last episode? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let me put it this way South Africa were shit house. Yeah, they were very shit. I think. Did Sri Lanka win the test series 2 0? Yes. Yeah. Was it. Um, I just. I, Sorry, can you go? No, go a bit, go a bit. I was like, it was Harath just tore him a new one, didn't he? Yeah, and the, yeah I think so. And the other spinners. Like, none of them took like an eight for or something, but it was just four, 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 two yeah. for different spinners every uh, time they bowled. Interesting, the second ODI played at D- Dambula on August 1st. It saw Dick Weller open the batting again. And <laughs> what score do you think he made, Alex? 69. Dinner for two. Two. Indeed. He made 69. Uh, 
Uh, Cosgrove did it for one. Yeah. <laughs> Two forty-four <laughs> from there. Brunch for a couple overs, <laughs> and it was a target that uh, South Africa chased down with eight overs to spare, thanks to Quinton de Kock making eighty-seven. The penis. Our Nuts. man. <laughs> Baf du Plessis, 49. Yeah. And did it in a bit of a canter. Yeah. Mm. Did it with a plob. Yeah, indeed. And um, just to let you know, the tradition of many, many initials in uh, Sri Lankan players has not changed. There's MDKJ Pereira playing and GSNFG. Pretty sure that's Golden Square Football Netball Club, Jaya Saria playing. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the, um, he's the young boy of... Uh, the great man Sanath, isn't he? Is he? Mm, I think could so. Could well be. They have the same surname. Hmm. Yeah, I think and they. Uh, I think they. I think it's his son, I believe. Oh, there's also an NGRP Jayasuriya playing as well. Uh, mm. Potentially, that's the one. I got my uh, four or five initials mixed up. Sorry, chaps. Mm-hmm. That's all right, mate. It's the old WPUJC Vars. Mm. <laughs> Chaminda. Mm. Jaminda. Yep. All right. Uh, well, we jump back on that round the world ticket and we head on to the West Indies where Bangladesh are touring for a tour and uh, they're enjoying themselves <laughs> immensely. Uh, I've picked up a little habit of pronouncing tour like four. Tour. There you go. I like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's not four. It's, uh, why is it tour? Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Uh, first ODI was in Providence. Take me home to Providence. Uh, mm. It was Bangladesh who batted first, and they made 279, and they were pretty much cock-a-hoo. Uh, Tamim Iqbal, your man Mick, made 130, and Shakib al-Hassan, my man, 97. And then what Shakika. happened was it was a Duckworth-Lewis revised target. West Indies needed 280, but did not make it. Chris Gale is playing for them, man. He made 40, but they were... All done and dusted for 231. Andre Russell, the love muscle in your man, just making 13. When more was needed. Mm. That'll, uh, that'll pain, Alex, uh, yes. to no end. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think, I think he's in shock, <clears throat> so he's not saying anything. No. Second ODI yeah. then kicked off big time in uh, the United States of America, which is, no, Providence, sorry. Providence again. Chris Gow, 29, but it was S.O. Hetmeyer. I made 125 off 93 balls to guide the West Indies to 271, and they didn't bat their 50 overs. Crinimal. Oh, Cardinal sin. Can't do that. Can't can't leave overs in the shed. That's it. And would you believe they still got over the line, though? The bangers were looking good, but just fell away at the end. It only made 268 to lose by three runs. Oh, that hurts. They went from bangers to mash. Yeah, it could have been 1-1, but instead it was 2-0. Nil. Milpa, Bangladesh. Move on to the third ODI. <laughs> this one, of course, was at Basitare. Tamim Iqbal in form 103 at the top of the order. Oh, back Next man. Yep, 3-0-1 for 6. Thank you very much, Bangladesh. Uh, proved a wee tad too much for the West Indies, despite 73 to Chris Gale at the top of the order. And SD Hope, the wicketkeeper, making 64, betting at 3. And our R Power making 74 off 41 balls. They could not get yeah. over the line. They fell short 283 for 6. 
That is a hell of an innings by R. Powell there. Mm. Five fours and four sixes. Strike rate of 180. Very, very wow. impressive. Smashed it. Crazy. Made up for old SD Hope going at a strike rate of 68. Mm. Oh, fucking hours to Clark, Clark style. Yeah. An, an innings full of elegantly pushed singles when boundaries were required. Okay. That reminds me of a game I played at Camaray earlier this year. Yes. <laughs> so the end result was a three-game series, so it's all over. Bangladesh got the consolation victory at the end, but 2-1 Windies there. We now move into a three-game ODI series. First game has been played. I won't... Uh, no, yes, I will. I will look at the scorecard. And it was an interesting one because Tamim Iqbal... And Sumyasaka, the two Bangladeshi openers, both made first ball ducks. Oh, that hurts. Yes. So, first ball of the innings, Tamim Iqbal out. Fourth ball of the innings, Sumyasaka out. Two for five of four balls. (laughs) (laughs) They did recover, however. Thank you to Mamadula. He made 35 in the middle of the order. To 143 for 9 off 20 overs. Not too bad considering where they started. Mm-hmm. Bit of rain around in Basseterre. So the West Indies had a target of 91 from 11 overs. Interesting. Chris Gale played the ODIs but not in the T20 team. Mm, that's Andre, a, that's yeah, Andre Russell, the love muscle, batting at 3, made 35 not out. And Marlon Samuels. He made 26. Fuck off, yeah, they got there. They made the 93 in 9.1 overs. And some more familiar names Jesus. in that team. Carlos Brathwaite is captain. Big Carlos. Hey, big oh. Carlos. Yeah. Are you sure he's not champion? No, no, he's not in the team. No, neither, neither champions. Uh, Dinesh Ramden, the keeper from way back when, is in the T20 team. Oh, wow. Mm. A weird side. A weird side. A mix of the old and the new. Yep. No Chris Gale either. And then the youth and experience. Yes, sir. I've got energy and experience. Salt and pepper. Touch of grow. Okay. Did Carlos sing his uh, dad his dad song horses after the game? That's it. They won, so they got up on the table and sang horses. <laughs> the second and third ODIs are at Lauder Hill, which is in Florida. They're coming up this weekend. It's a bang bang double header. It's Saturday Sunday type arrangement. Ooh. August 4 wow. and 5. Are they having an after party at Mara Lago? I think so. And then straight to Tracks Nightclub for the after after party. Yeah, good. That's the one. So there you go. Uh, all happening over in the Indies of West. <laughs> and that is a wrap of all the cricket that's happening around the world. Yeah. Uh, good work, Ross. Uh, on you, mate. Uh, on you, Sonia. <laughs> We look uh, very briefly at the Caribbean Premier League, a little bit of a preview for you. Steve Smith is going to join the Barbados Tridents for the upcoming Caribbean Premier League. Do you reckon he's earning more money now than he was as Australian captain or not? No, but he's still earning plenty, I'd say. It's hard to, yeah. The hardest thing to say about that would be, because the T20 comps he's been playing in are the, for lack of a better term, the secondary comps. Shit so, ones. So you want, but you just wonder how much money's involved in that. I like I know, like Canada had all these players, but you really wonder how much money's truly yeah. involved in that. I think. What do you reckon, like forty grand or something for the marquees? Yeah, maybe. maybe. I reckon yeah. with the Canada one, sus. Like I reckon, it'd be lucky if you broke even. Uh, but um, the Windies one, I reckon. I know they don't have a lot of money, but I think 
that it gets names. I don't think players would keep going back to the CPL if they weren't getting, yeah. first of all, decent money and then actually getting paid. So I assume wasn't they that, definitely oh, yeah. get paid and that it's worthwhile that some of them... Was that the issue back. that Hodgie had or do you have that, do you have that issue with Bangladesh? Yeah, it was paid? Hodgie playing in yeah, the Bangladesh on, yeah, Premier yeah. League and it's why he hates yeah. the, um, the International Cricketers Association, professional yeah. uh, PISA, because he said they don't do anything. Yeah. And he's got nowhere to go. Yeah. He's never going to get the 20,000 US or whatever he's owed. That he's owed. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, That's an interesting a, one. A few but highlights it's... of the upcoming Caribbean Premier League. Uh, Andre Russell is captain of the Jamaica Talawas. Which is ah. good news for them. What's a Talawa? Uh, it is a yeah, um, like duck-billed a... platypus we... mixed cross with a hawk, a crossbreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a type of lizard, but anyway, your story's better. Because uh, isn't their logo like a fucking crocodile or some shit? Uh, it's a Talawa, uh, Mick. Come on, get with oh, the program. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. Dave Warner has signed for the St. Lucia Stars. Uh, and What are stars? Uh, I don't know. Look up, maybe. Not What's sure. Lister Day? Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a star, mate. I'm a fucking podcaster. Yeah. Hey, good one, Mick. I like Not it. Not a podcaster, a podcast star. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The first match starts on the 9th of August, so next weekend... Look out. Next Thursday, in fact. Ooh. And good for all of us here in Australia. Games are at friendly time zone crossover. Start times such as 6am, 8am and 10am. Have uh, On different great. days. 9am. Have even. Channel 10 still got the rights to the CPL? <laughs> I don't think so, Mick. <laughs> yeah. pretty, sure, pretty sure it was on Foxtel last year. Oh, was it Foxtel? Those, um, those times are right in my wheelhouse. I don't mind cutting my evening short to uh, watch a bit of CPL. <laughs> 10 a.m. 8 a.m. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not a it's not a big one unless you're there till midday, is it? So fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, I won't bore you by reading every single name in every single squad, but uh, thank I will you. Tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you the names because the names are cool. It's a uh, one, two, three, four, five, sixteen competition. There's the Trinidad and Tobago key team. They're called the Trinbago Night Riders. Uh, right. Oh, We've already heard of the part so, of the Night Rider um, wow. franchise. Cartel. Brand. Yeah, cartel. Yep. Um, <laughs> hey Ross. Hey Alex. So they're they're uh, in the long line of making up uh, non-existent groups of people. They're the Trinbago, just like the West Indies yeah. team. They're yeah. the Trinbago team. Yeah, or like Windies. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Good observation. Trinbago is like <laughs> a name that they use in that part of the world. Rather than saying Trinidad and Tobago, they say Trinbago. Oh, yes. why did they talk like this over there? Is it their dialect? I don't know. I was, I was trying to make it sound long and boring. <laughs> <laughs> Much like this podcast. Yeah. I succeeded. Hello and welcome to Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. <laughs> Mid-off cricket podcast is champion. One of the other teams, Ross, because I actually am interested. I was going to say, let's move on. Mm. (laughs) The St. Kitts and Nevis. I'm surprised that's not called Snevis, but anyway, it's called St. Kitts and Nevis. (laughs) Patriots. And I believe, Mick, they're a cross-franchise promotion with New England. Mm. Ah, nice. I did make that up. I was going to say, you just made that up. Oh, so Tom Brady's not opening the batting? That's disappointing. He's doing doing a Joey Johns. He's going to bowl once. (laughs) Then then shit his pants when the ball gets hit at him. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. 
The Jamaica Talawas, we talked about them. The Friendly Lizards, as they're known. The Guyana Amazon Warriors. Okay. Makes sense because Guyana is on the continent of South America. And the Barbados Tridents. Oh, nice. Poseidon. Mm. They're bringing in a three-pong three pace attack. Three-pong pace attack. It would have been funny if I, I think could... The side bottom's part of the three-pong. Yeah. Oh, bang. They're actually, it's the three Curran brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will pong. Don't worry yeah. about that. <laughs> Stink it right up, me. Uh, Ross, right have you got the team list in front of you? I do. Is uh is Farward playing for anyone? Oh, I'd have to click on each one individually. Uh, which oh, okay, I will. Wait, yeah, so yeah. Hashim Amla, Roston Cheese, Dominic Drakes, Martin Guptu. Je- no, okay, we'll stop that. No. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. Seymour <laughs> uh, C- Butts, uh, Steve Smith, uh, <laughs> Wahab Riaz. Yeah, all the big names. Uh, Lashawn Murphy, all them. Yeah, they're all playing. Yeah. Oh, good oh. old Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Cooper's playing. Ben oh, Cutting. Yeah. Awesome. Ben Cutting. Ben Cutting. Big levers, that's oh, why. Fucking Jesus. Big lug Cutting. Yeah. D- I thought I said that his uh, Rybler pack ages ago. <laughs> uh, he's still hanging Doesn't around. Doesn't mean he can't play T20, mate. Big lug association. Ronsford Beaton. Well, once you retire him, they're not allowed to play any cricket, Alex. Uh, exactly. No. None. Not even Buddy Parker. Nikita Miller, 36-year-old, still going strong. Dennis Ramden, only 33. Young pup still. Yeah, so there you go. That's a few. He's world ahead of him, oh, Ross. The, whole, the world is his oyster, really. He can do whatever the fuck he oh. wants. Yeah. world is his oyster card. Yeah. <laughs> Imran Tahir is looking more and more like he belongs... Uh, well, not belongs, but could fit in on an Amish uh, uh, location. Guess how old he is, Imran Tahir. Amish location, no, you say? I Amish. There's no <laughs> way I can place. guess... 39 years and 104 days. Oh, yeah, good. The days are what's needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'd be older than uh, Shahid Afridi, surely. Way older, like five or six years older than Shahid Afridi. Shahid Afridi, oh, yeah. he goes back. 10 years older. Shahid yeah. Button. 10? Or Benjamin <laughs> Afridi. Which one sounds better? I think, I think Benjamin Afridi better. I think Afridi just works on dog years, doesn't he? Oh. Yeah. I think so. He does. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that uh, if there's nothing further to... Oh, actually, there's one little story we should just comment on briefly. Um, our man, uh, Noni Hazelhurst, uh, would like yep. to be vice-captain, apparently. He would indeed, Ross. Mm. Um, he said... what He goes, I would love to do it. Well, I'd love to fucking do it. Doesn't mean he's going to do it, Noni. <laughs> I'd love to win fucking Tats Lotto. Can't fucking have... He says it jokingly. He, he says in jest, Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get one of the bowlers on there. Get our point of view of what's happened out in the field and so on. Is it, isn't that the problem, yeah. though? What's because um, if, if it had been the bowlers, they would have said no to ball tampering, perhaps. They mm. would have said, don't stop with the uh, grade one sandpaper. Use that really coarse shit. <laughs> 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 if you're going um, to fuck it, it up, it, fuck it, it up good and proper. Yep. Exactly. It has been said in um, uh, circles that Mitch Marsh, my man, the Bison, is the front runner because he's going to captain Australia A in the tour of India this month. And he oh. captains his state as well, who recently mm. did quite. They've done quite well in pretty much all forms of cricket that he's been playing in. So there's obviously at some point 
And the thing you got to remember too is who coached WA and appointed him captain, and who coaches Australia now. Uh huh. That would be uh, JL, the uh, crescent kicking man himself. Yes. So, the master of Justin Langer Itsu um, <laughs> will, de- will definitely probably look after his own, which we've seen with some of the appointments. There seems to be a lot more WA boys in the mix with things at the moment, which is only natural because exactly. they're the players he knows. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Bison gets the nod. So. I've got two thoughts on this, if I may. Yep. There's a reason why bowlers historically don't uh, get leadership positions. Because they're dumb too smart. A, they'll go to the toss, the umpire will say heads or tails, and they'll say toes. <laughs> they'll say ponce for them, thanks. Yeah, and B... They have one good net session. They might hit two balls out the middle. All of a sudden, they'll put themselves fucking open in the batting. Oh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was crisp, and I think I cut out, but well done, me. You did cut yeah. out. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, Mick... Uh... So Mitch Marsh is captain Australia. I also captain WA, so he's a front runner. But he also won the um, clashing of horns with the other players. Oh, so say. he's now the alpha male, yeah. and he gets all the uh, he gets the vice captaincy and also all of the uh, cows. So he's Red Miss descended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. And uh, he's been he's been endorsed by his fellow bowling brethren as well. So, and in fairness to the whole the theory that, they think? in fairness to the whole theory that fast bowlers can't be captains, like I've played with some fucking dumb fast bowlers. Yep. Pick leg spinners, I say. Mm. No, they're even worse. All right. Well, oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> to their own opinion, Michael Ross, over to you. Oh, yeah, well, where it's at. On that, on that note, we come to an end. If there's any <laughs> listener feedback. Um, um, don't listen to feedback, Ross, but I have a round the ground segment to do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Next time. I'm only joking. Yeah. Only oh, joking. You are joking Continue. too, you lazy shit. Okay. I had some... <laughs> <laughs> do you have some feedback, Mick? I was like, there was some listener feedback. They basically just said Alex was shit. So. Oh, yes. And, um, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Succinct <laughs> and accurate. <laughs> just put a shout out to Dean Ivanetti. He doesn't need to give any more feedback. <laughs> dead, to, dead to me, dead to me, Dean. Dead to me. Keep it going, Dean, because you tell me how good I am, and that's one way. That's a, that's the fastest way to my heart is to tell me how good I am. Uh, we're on all major social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter at Midoff Cricket on our website, midoffcricketpodcast.wix.com/home. Our next podcast will be in a fortnight. I look forward to talking about the Australia A tour of India. Then, till next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. See you, See you later. See you later.